everybody, it's Drew. Forgot to tell you that uh, Jeff and Beth and I are going to be streaming Borderlands 3 the night that it comes out, Friday the 13th at midnight. We're so goddamn hyped. I'm, I'm really, really shocked that we forgot to say anything about it during the episode. But here it is. I'm telling you now. Twitch.tv slash Guide. We're super, super stoked. Come join us. We're going to play for as long as we physically can stand it. That's my dog in the background. Don't mind that. Uh, please, please, please come join us. Twitch.tv slash Guide. Friday the 13th. It's going to be a super sick time. Uh, we'll see you then. Later. Greetings from Pandora. Welcome to a Vault Hunter's Guide to the Borderlands, the best Borderlands podcast on the Echo Net. I'm Drew. I'm Jeff. Thanks for joining us today for episode number 10, where today we're going to be talking about what we're looking for and questions about Borderlands 3. But first, just a quick reminder that you can always get in contact with us via Twitter at a vault, at vault Hunters Pod or through our email, avaulthuntersguide at gmail.com. And Starting with this episode, you can watch us record the podcast live on twitch.tv slash A Vault Hunter's Guide, or watch the video version on YouTube by searching A Vault Hunter's Guide to the Borderlands. Say what? Hell yeah, dude. We we getting big with this son bitch. This is this is crazy. I mean, people have only had this technology for like twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so yeah, it's it's super exciting. We're uh, we're definitely we're just, we want to bring, you know, we want to expand it as much as possible, get our content out there to as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're really stoked about it. So, yeah. And, you know, we know that some people just prefer, you know, throwing a, a YouTube playlist and just doing it that, that way. So whatever works for you, whatever works for you, fine folks out there. That helps. So uh, <laughs> I, this seems kind of superfluous uh to do this right now but hey drew how was your last two weeks in the borderlands <laughs> <laughs> so jeff knows full well that i am taking a break from borderlands in anticipation of borderlands 3 so i haven't done this i haven't played any borderlands in i think like three four weeks at this point it's and i'm kind of itching to like i'm dying to play some borderlands the other night it was like I'm a little bored. They're all some Borderlands. And I'm like, nope, can't do that. If we, I, <laughs> I promised myself I was going to take a break until we until we got to Borderlands 3. So I haven't been playing any Borderlands. I've been playing the shit out of some Minecraft and Stardew Valley. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is all I would say that that is almost as far away as you could possibly get from Borderlands. <laughs> yeah, unless I was playing like you know, the video game version of, like, Monopoly or Jeopardy or something yeah. along those lines. Yeah, so. for something that is strictly a video game, I would say that's pretty far away. And and here's the thing, folks. Minecraft and Stardew Valley, they're both great games. However, yeah. however, it's all about forming relationships and building and creating and everything like that. Where, as opposed to Borderlands 3 coming out, literally the hashtag for Borderlands 3 is... Or, not the hashtag, literally the... The the tagline for Borderlands Three is just one word, and that one word is mayhem. <laughs> so right, right, exactly. 
So no, it's um. But yeah, it's been a blast. I've had a really good time playing Minecraft in Stardew Valley, and my kids love watching me play, uh, watching me play Minecraft. So it's all good. I have Perfect. no, I have no qualms, and I'm, and at this point, as of this recording, we are less than two weeks away from Borderlands Three. So I can, I can hold out for another couple weeks. Which means, which means when, uh, when you, when our, when our listeners are listening to this, this is, this is the last, this is the last episode that you're going to hear before. Before everyone's playing Borderlands Three, yeah. So, yeah. to to the point to where if you're listening to this on the day that it gets released, uh, in a week and a few hours, you'll be able to play the game. Yeah. So because midnight release shenanigans and things like that. So, um, uh, <laughs> I'm so excited. Right? So, what about you? Have you actually have you been playing Borderlands? I've played a little bit. I am. I have weaned myself off a little bit too. Um, but I'm. I'm gonna be honest. I'm I'm such a weak-willed person when it comes to <laughs> stuff like that. Like I recently stopped drinking soda, and it was one of the hardest things I ever had to do in my life. Like mm, legitimately, mm-hmm. no joke. And I know that sounds like a first-world problem. And if you think that, it's only because it is. But <laughs> um, so there accurate. accurate. Yeah, there have been times where uh, there have been times where Beth will be like, "Hey, do you wanna do you wanna play some Borderlands?" And I sit there and I'm like, uh, "I don't know." She's like, well, I was thinking about playing some Borderlands Classic. Do you want to? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So um, understandable. But but yeah, I've played. I've played a little bit. I haven't been playing as much of two though. I've been playing a lot of Borderlands One. I feel like that'll help still make it feel fresh when I go into Borderlands Three. So, um, but that's been it's been a ton of fun as well. Uh, and I'm, you know, her and I are just doing a co-op playthrough of our original characters, me playing Mordecai and her playing Maya or nice. not, not Maya Lilith. So you yeah. know what I'm saying? I the siren. <laughs> <laughs> I know that makes, that makes a lot of sense playing Borderlands one, because it's just, it's such a departure from Borderlands two. Like they're so, yeah, it's the same game, but it's really not. So mm-hmm. it's totally, it, I think you'll be fine. Yeah. It's, um, it's obviously to a lesser extent. But it's like, oh, hey, man, what are you playing? It's like, oh, I'm playing, playing Doom. Oh, yeah? Which, which Doom? It's like, oh, the one from, you know, the one that you can play on MS-DOS. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's, a, that's a little different than the one that came out in 2016. Yeah, exactly. So, so, um, so yeah, that's, that's just been, you know, playing, playing some Borderlands Classic. I do plan on having a couple more streams on here so we can do some test streams and things like that um, before... We actually do our stream and everything, so so don't be surprised for those folks that are listening or, or watching uh, if if I play a little bit more Borderlands Classic before we get into it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, getting getting into it though, I suppose we should jump right into uh, we should jump right into the news, huh? Hell yeah! I'm, let's do it. Yeah. So I have uh, so uh, I have it kind of written up, but there's uh, I think I kind of I think I kind of want to start with what I feel is going to be the the least exciting to the most exciting for people. So, um, so what <laughs> are you laughing? Just looking at, looking at the news. I'm like, I, I know which one I hope he starts with. Borderlands is having a crossover event with Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There That's it is. The one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Borderlands is having a crossover event with Fortnite, which is pretty cool. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot going on with it right now. Uh, this news comes to us from 
from GameSpot. And um, what's, what it says is that um, there was, it was kind of a surprise event. So it features Pandora, Claptrap, and Psycho Bundle. Um, Epic Games has now confirmed the surprise crossover with an announced trailer as part of the Fortnite Battle Royale's latest patch notes. With the release of the new update from now until September 10th, just prior to the release date for Borderlands 3, uh, Fortnite X Mayhem introduces a new rift zone based on the planet of Pandora, the setting for much of Borderlands' looting, shooting action, as well as adopting the Borderlands aesthetic. Pandora also includes a uh, bonus. Go long enough without sustaining damage, and a shield will automatically generate. Which is, That's pretty, is pretty cool. cool. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, on top of this, uh, the collaboration features new theme challenges that give you the chance to unlock some free Borderlands-flavored rewards, such as uh, Mayhem Wrap for Weapons and a Vault Hunter banner. The Psycho Bundle is now available to purchase in the store, too, letting you buy a package featuring a Psycho skin and Claptrap back bling. So yeah, fun stuff there. I hope that this, I hope that if nothing else, that this brings some folks who might not have otherwise played Borderlands into the community. So having a bigger community is always good. Just um, for those people out there, just remember that we're probably going to have some new, some new players to the franchise. Uh, and just remember to be good, good stewards and good ambassadors of the community, no matter who you are. Hell yeah, absolutely. So, so the second, uh, second story we want to go with here. Um, I guess the second one would probably be Borderlands 2 VR is coming to PC. Mm-hmm. Would you say that's the uh would you say that's the the next next most exciting piece of news? I think so, yeah. So, Borderlands 2 uh, VR confirmed for PC. Um it's already been out on PlayStation 4. Um they released a new trailer for it and everything. Um, it's going to come with new skills to virtually pay the bills, including a smo- slow motion ability called Badass Mega Fun Time, or BAMF for short. Uh, it's a teleport to move system. I'm, I'm a- thinking it's going to be similar to Zane's skill of like switching places with his Digiclone, kind of, but um, without a Digiclone. K- kind of, yeah. I think it's I think it's just a way to make the whole VR aspect of it a little bit easier in general. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, cool thing about it, it's going to be here in fall of this year. So, yeah, I, I mean, just another. The more ways to get Borderlands out there, the better. Like now, yeah. we just need now we just need Borderlands for Switch. Borderlands for Switch. Also, Borderlands for MacBook Toolbar. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, Mac. Uh, let's see, Borderlands for graphing calculator. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody get hyped for Borderlands for Abacus. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> uh, all right, uh, Jeff, you take the next one here. Okay. So, uh, collector's editions are back in stock, uh, kind of. The uh, Wait, what the, was that last part? Ki- kind of. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh. for, yeah, for those people that uh, are... Uh, for those people that weren't aware, there is the... Uh, exclusive collector's edition loot chest. Uh, so they are bringing them back. This is actually from, uh, this is actually from, uh, an even more legitimate source. We've got this from gearboxloot.com, and, uh, those people that may have wanted this. So there's only, there's only 980 of these, uh, total in existence. So, um, they're doing it a little bit differently because, uh, gearbox, uh, made an announcement when they were at PAX and they said, Hey, we understand. 
PAX West. Yes. They, they said that we understand that some people did not have the opportunity to get this and that resellers were just jacking up the price and everything. So we want to give everyone a chance to, uh, we want to give everyone a chance to actually get this. So what they're doing is they're doing a raffle for this. So how it works is that you enter in, you register for this raffle at gearboxloot.com. Uh, and you got to, you got to do that before September 6th, 2019 at 2:30 uh, Pacific standard time. What's going to happen is they're going to do a random raffle. So names will randomly be chosen out of there. Uh, if your name is chosen, you'll have the option to buy it. If you do not buy it at that, uh, if you do not buy it within a couple of days, then they're going to pick somebody else's name out of there who has a chance. So that's a totally fair and reasonable way of going about doing this. Right. And, and I've seen so many instances recently. Um, I mean, within the last five years, I can't count the number of times I've seen hey, this product comes out and then somebody just buys a ton of them and they're out of stock and then they jack up the price and everything like that. And then they're on eBay for double the price and it's just mm -hmm. ridiculous. Yeah, and especially with things centered around gaming. I remember that when, I mean, do you remember that when when the 360 came out back in the day? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Yeah, when the 360 came out and um, I've seen it when the... Uh, I mean, certainly when the NES and the SNES Classic came out. Yeah, uh, and not I, even not even just stuff like that, but also with things like graphics cards and you mm-hmm. know, I mean, just anything, anything that people can make a buck on, they will. Oh yeah, and, not e- doesn't even have to be anything gaming related. I mean, have I mean, I know that Drew, you follow this a little bit more closely than I do, but like the shoe market. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's rough times out there. Rough yeah. times out there. Any so. you sneaker heads out there know what I'm talking about. So, but, uh, but yeah, uh, just a quick recap. Uh, there is a slight difference with the, uh, there's a, sl- a very slight difference with the way this is coming out as opposed to the way that it came out before. So in the new one that they're doing again, this is for the re-release of this or re-release. I can't even say that it will come with the diamond loot chest replica borderlands, three character figurines. There'll be 10 of them. Uh, Sanctuary 3 Snap model, uh, four vault keychains, a cloth galaxy map, and five character art lithographs. Please take note, the one thing I did not say that is included in there is the actual game itself. There is a reason for this, okay? We're very, very close to the release of the game at this point. They've assumed that anyone who's going to be getting the game itself has already pre-ordered it somewhere else. Now, I want you to keep in mind... This is also $60 less than the one that originally came out that had the game included. So it's not like you're paying the same amount and just not getting the game. You've already probably pre-purchased the game somewhere for $60. So you're just paying the difference to get the collector's edition. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. I was not aware of that. That's that's reasonable. That's fair. Yeah. Yep. And it does say that, uh, again, GearboxLoot.com, it does say that at the bottom of the page, underneath where it says everything, this edition of the Diamond Loot Chest Collector's Edition does not... Uh, does not come with Borderlands 3. Go to GearboxLoot.com to purchase the game separately. Although, didn't the original one come with the game and the season pass? Uh, let's see. Because then it would be that would be $100 different, not $60. Hmm. That's true. I actually did not look into that. So, um, all I know is, like I said, I'm looking at what this has in it. So, yeah, that might be a little bit, that might be a difference then. Mm. I didn't. I did not take that into account. So that is mm. not bad. Mm. 
look, I didn't do this. I don't know why you're looking at me. Because <laughs> no, no, no. like, <laughs> uh, there's nobody else for me to look at right now and, and make judging stares at. So it's fair. You it. So, uh, all right. And the last item in the news is Borderlands 3 2019 roadmap has been vaguely revealed. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so a lot of caveats today. Being like, hey, the diamond, the diamond data issue is back, kind of. And the roadmap's been leaked, basically. <laughs> I mean, not leaked, but revealed. But anyways, uh, I've, so can I, again. Can I just stop and say that that's, I feel like that is super on brand for Gearbox and Borderlands, though. <laughs> as far yeah. as like. I, I hate to say that, but that is, I mean, even in the, even in the games, they're like that, like crazy girl is just like, it's just like, go away. My time is valuable. Kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, anyway, so, uh, at, uh, PAX West, they, uh, also, they talked about Borderlands three. Um, there are three major things that they have lined up on here. They are the bloody harvest event, uh, Malawan takedown and DLC number one. So the Bloody Harvest event, is, uh, like, all we have is this graphic, really. Um, it's a free content update. It includes spooky activities and unique event rewards. Spooky, scary activities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, the only th- I mean, it's think back to TK's Bloody Harvest, kind of, you know, the hun- headhunter pack for that. Oh, yeah. Think think that. Um Maybe we'll see somebody come back as a zombie that's not TK. I couldn't. I could. I'm sitting there. I'm thinking about it. I could not. I'm not sure my heart could handle if Roland came back just for like a spoof. <laughs> like for, right. That, that'd right. Just be rough. That'd be, wouldn't it be such a dick move? It would. <laughs> and he's and like tiny team gets to like write all, the, write all the dialogue for him or something. Yeah. You know. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, man, uh, I mean, so but I, but scooter though, could be scooter. It could be. That'd it be definitely fun. could be. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, the second event is uh, Malawan Takedown. Don't really know a whole lot about it, other than what it's saying here: free content update, an all new map, challenging new enemies, take down an all new boss, and earn powerful rewards. Sweet. The most vague thing I've ever heard in my life is like, but it's stuff though. <laughs> <laughs> it is stuff, and we we do like stuff. Actually, the the main, actually the vaguest thing is probably uh, the DLC one. Like we don't even have a name for that. Uh, it's included with the season pass. Otherwise, you get to purchase it separately. It's a new campaign add-on. Details to be announced. Yeah, that's probably the vaguest. That's probably the vaguest, but. We all, we all know how, how Borderlands does at this point. Uh, for people that have followed the series, we're, we're pretty familiar with what this means. Um, which sounds weird to say. It's like, it's like hey, a new campaign and details to be announced. It's like, oh, we know what that means. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. There, there's going to be, there's most likely going to be a new area that we haven't experienced yet. And there may be a level cap update from there. Yeah, and, which would be which would be fine. That'd be plenty of content. I mean, and and then obviously new enemies and new weapons and and just mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. So perfect. I'm down for it. And then I'm mean, sure they we'll haven't, have. They haven't. I mean, there hasn't been an awful DLC yet. There's been not as you good know, ones. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like like the. Um, I can't think of the name. Like the Hammerlock DLC. Like not great. You know, but, but still new stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. It was new stuff. 
know, there was some new guns in there, things like that. So yeah, I'm fine with it. Yeah, absolutely. So, so that. So I think us... that's gonna. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say. I think that wraps up the news. That wraps you wrap up your up face. Fine, <laughs> How about that? Uh, all right. So yeah. Uh, yep. That wraps up the news, and now we're gonna get into our. Uh, we're gonna get into our episode. This is going to be a very different kind of episode for us today, guys. It's uh, very freeform from what we usually do. Literally, we just have a page of of questions, and that's it. We have one Google Doc page of questions. <laughs> so, um, and we're just going to kind of spitball it. So, uh, from there. So, um, we we're going to start actually with a uh, with a question that we got from uh, from a fan, Drew. I think I think you were the one that actually got the email about this. So. You want to take us there? I did, yeah, absolutely. Let me pull up his email here because, you know, why would I do that ahead of time? Uh, so we got an email from Will, and he goes and he asks this question. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to read part of the email here. It just says, uh, what song would they play on Borderland 3's opening cinematic? What song would you prefer them to play? Uh, then he goes on to say, To me, one of the many iconic characteristics of the Borderlands franchise is their catchy and stylish opening cinematic. When I first saw the opening cinematic of Borderlands and I heard Ain't No Rest for the Wicked by Cage the Elephant playing on the radio of Marcus's filthy bus, I was immediately hooked. Its music is upbeat, but its lyrics are dark, which completely sets the tone for the game. Borderlands 2's shortchange hero by The Heavy and the pre-sequel's Black Dragon by The Vines are nice and all, but nothing can outmatch the first one in my opinion. You got any ideas for songs suitable for the opening of Borderlands 3 or just any Borderlands game in general? Let me know what you think. Thanks for your feedback. Thank you for your feedback, Will. What a yeah, great thanks, Will. question. That is a great question. It's, uh, this is something that Drew and I have actually discussed before, and here's the really funny part about that is Drew said, hey, I think I know what song I would like for the opening cinematic for Borderlands 3, but first I want to hear what song you think you would do, and it ended up being the same song. Yeah, which, which, is, is, which is just so perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really is. I mean, it just, Jeff and I, obviously, everybody knows we're brothers. We have very, for the for the most part, I'd say we have very similar tastes in music. Um, so, without any further ado, I we think that it should be Electric Worry by Clutch. Such a um, perfect song for it. Talking yeah. about, you know, just even, even just the... Uh, even just the, uh, like the hook in the song or the, or the chorus of the song talking about, uh, you know, just being bang, 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 vamanos, vamanos. That's so good. So the other day I was at work and I happened to throw that song on while I was working. And I just, I, I'm already like envisioning, I'm, I'm picturing scenes from, from the trailers and everything that we've seen. And I'm just setting them all to that song. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to happen. No, I don't think it's going to happen either. <laughs> it, it's the song's too old at this point. You know, it's it's probably I think it's as old as No Rest for the Wicked. Mhm. Yeah. Um but it's Again, it's it would... un... Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the but to me it's got it sets the mood and the tone and it's got the right vibe to it. Um, if you don't, if you're not familiar with Electric Worry by Clutch, it's just, it's super, it's, it's bluesy and it's, but it's heavy Mm -hmm. and it's, and it's badass and it's got great vocals 
and we're going to link it in the show notes for you. Yep. So it's, it's a really great song and it, I think it would set the tone very, very well for Borderlands three. Um, even just because, cause I, I, I'm the same way. I could totally envision the cinematic with it where it's cause it starts out very kind of slow. It just starts out with one guy and one guitar and he's not even doing like chords or anything like that. He's just using a one string melody that he's basically just following with his voice. And it starts out great. It's, it's yeah. so perfect. It's a good song that builds upon itself. And then it has a nice slower part in the middle where, where it starts that build again. And then you can go to a big climax. It would, it would just be perfect. Yeah, so. it's it's I really enjoy it cuz it starts off like you said with a, with a, a single guy and a guitar and then it's guitar bass and drums and then it's guitar bass drums vocals and and harmonica and it's just this frenzy of fantastic music mm. at at its peak. Yeah. Um it it would it would be in my opinion the ideal song. And you know what you, the the another big thing about it to me is um no Heroes by The Heavy mm-hmm. didn't imply as much fun as I feel like it should have with Borderlands right. 2. Right. It's, it, sets, it sets a dark tone, which is fine because Borderlands 2 is a darker game than Borderlands 1 is as far as theme and tone and, and storyline and everything. You know, what with... What with uh, handsome Jack and his and his insanity and the killing of Angel and and Roland's death and all this stuff, you know. Dude, spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. Spoilers. My ass. That game's been out for seven years. So, spoiler alert. You, you should have played this game earlier. Uh, <laughs> Damn, straight roasted. <laughs> but, but Electric Worry would be a lot more. Fun. It would it would be like this is an exciting, fun game, and you can still have heavy story elements and everything, but still, but set the tone. You're like set cost for fun. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that's what we're doing in the what I want done in the opening cinematic. Perfect. So that leads us very well into our next question. Then again, thanks, Will, so much for the question. We appreciate it. So uh, anyone else that wants to ask us any questions, just again hit us up at our Gmail or our Twitter account. Uh, that being said, uh, going into our next question then. So you, we're talking a lot about setting the scene and the right thing and everything like that. How good does the story have to be for you to not be disappointed? Yeah. So I was thinking about this one. Um, it just like everybody obviously hopes for the game to be, or hopes for the storyline to be incredible. A 10 out of 10. It just usually doesn't happen that way in video games. The story is never as amazing as you would hope it would be, you know? So at what level do you need it to... What level do you need the story to be at in order to not be disappointed? My answer is it's got to be at least a 7. Okay. Uh, I thought of it differently. Uh, keeping in mind out of one hundred, it's got to be a seven out of one hundred. No, it's a seven it's, out of one hundred. <laughs> it no, doesn't even have to be coherent. It has to be just <laughs> some semblance of a story. It's a seven out of it's a seven out of one hundred, guys. It doesn't even have to have a beginning and a middle and an end. It just has to have a beginning. <laughs> right. No, it's it's got to be like a seven out of ten in order for it to be. To in order for me to not be like super bummed out. 
Okay, well, I like I said, I thought of it slightly differently. I will say that the story... For me, at this point, the story has to be... It has to be at least... And I know, I know this is not asking for much. It has to be at least as good as Borderlands 1, which was not great, to be honest. It has to be at least that good because I... <sighs> Drew's give me a look. <laughs> but, I mean, that's a that's a fair that's a fair answer. But, and I know you hate scale of ten. So on a scale of five, where does the Borderlands one story fall for you? Three. Like okay, so if you double okay, so if you double that, then that's like a six out of ten. So we're not that far off. That's why I hate scale of 10. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> See, and I think it's got to be a little bit better than Borderlands 1, so it's got to be like a 7. You know what? We're going we're gonna to start doing this just so we can compromise on things. We're going to start doing stuff on a scale of 7 just to mess with people. Ooh. Okay, I'm good with that. So on a scale <laughs> of 7, it's got to be like a 4 for me. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's fair. I mean, really, like, we've been... You don't you don't play Borderlands for the for the deep and complex and super intriguing story. You nope. just don't. That's not what we're here for. Go play What Remains of Edith Finch if you want fantastic story and storytelling and development. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's actually a very good point. <laughs> don't so. don't play it if you want to shoot psychos in the face with a shotgun. <laughs> so with a shotgun that shoots swords that shoot more swords than all of them explode. <laughs> yeah, Specifically, exactly. this is these are the details we're getting into. So, right. Uh, yeah. So right. okay, so I'm going to take the next one here. What do you think the general premise of the storyline is? Like we're we're all aware the Calypsos are evil. They've recruited a bunch of psychos. <laughs> take it from here, guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, they've recruited a bunch of psychos. I think it's going to be a I think it's going to be a race at that point to get either more pieces to get to get the vault map back or to get other pieces of opening all these different vaults. But I think it's going to be less I think it's going to be slightly the antithesis of um I think I'm using the right word there. Uh, of Borderlands 1, where uh, it's going to be, instead of instead of us always having the one-up on everyone else, I think we're going to continue to get one-upped by the Calypso Twins, and we're always going to be trying to play catch-up. I think that's the idea. So we're always going to be, they're always going to be a little bit ahead of us getting this thing and that thing, and we're just going to be just a little bit behind just because of the amount of power and influence they have. And then at the end, it's all going to culminate. I think it will culminate somewhat similar to to Borderlands 1 more than anything. Uh, And what I mean by that is the Calypsos are going to, they're going to ultimately, quote unquote, get what they want. To the point of they're going to either open one or multiple vaults, and they're not going to be able to handle it at all. Mm-hmm. Similar to mm-hmm. similar to how Commandant Steele did when she she's like, ah, I'm here and I've got the vault and I opened it, and you know, 
that's my thing and then just gets and then just gets bodied like <laughs> so, <laughs> right i think it's going to um, be similar to that and we're going to have to we're all we're going to have to do it's going to have an ending very similar to borderlands 1 but i think it's going to have a fight more like borderlands 2 where we are going to have to fight the calypsos first and then we're still going to have to fight a vault monster afterwards yeah i could see that um, my thing is, I don't think that, I don't, I guess I don't see the previous games, um, as similarly to you as I thought I did when it comes to storyline, because I feel like whether you realize it or not, you're behind the whole time. You know, I mean, that's why in Borderlands 1, that's why Commandant Steel's able to open the vault first, and that's why Tannis gets kidnapped in the first one, and why... And how you are the one that ends up, like, you are behind Jack the whole time up until the point to where you pass him and you destroy the bunker and you get to Angel. Like, that. at that point, that's when you finally overtake him. But for most of the game, for two-thirds of the main storyline, you're the puppet and you're, and you're behind, so. I, I would agree with that in Borderlands 2. I, I feel that you're it's it's almost the same way in borderlands one though except for the fact that it's swapped around where you feel like you're ahead of atlas and commandant steel for the majority of the game until it's like haha tannis has been working for me the whole time yeah i guess i guess that's true because there is i guess the more i think about it there is the whole you know like commandant steel is just like Hey, you better stop it. You know, this is the Atlas, blah, you know, this is Atlas territory and blah, blah, blah. It's like, mm-hmm. uh huh. Yeah, I'm already here and I'm already doing st- stuff and I'm already kicking the shit out of your dudes. So, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yep. Uh, all right. Uh, you want to take the next one here? Sure. So, now that Drew has, uh, on and just ruin everyone's day by spoiling some character deaths and everything like that <laughs> from a seven-year-old game shut <laughs> up uh anyway uh what do we think are going to be who do we are are there going to be any other major character deaths <laughs> uh, uh in, in the next game or in borderlands yes. 3 yep yes yep. who's it going to be <laughs> mordecai oh. just mordecai Yes. Maybe. I mean, so like of the of the former playable characters, I'm gonna say definitely Mordecai. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I mean like none of the other ones like <laughs> hold hold enough weight. Like maybe Tiny Tina. That would be that would be rough, you know? Um that would be but rough. like but like if Hammerlock dies, eh, you know? But he's a gentleman. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, so it does. To me, Mordecai seems like the perfect. Seems like the perfect. Uh, Patsy. I don't know what you want to. You know, like because, in the Commander Lilith DLC, we find out that he's been sober for a year, and. So it just seems right, like, you know. He's getting his life on track, and he's with his friends yeah. again. And- Right, and he's and he's and he's a pseudo father figure to Tidy Tina. <laughs> yeah. So what happens? Boom, dead. <laughs> Kill him off. 
boom, you're dead. <laughs> Plus, then it gives perfect, like, the it's the perfect plot device to, you know, have Brick and Tiny Tina and, and Lilith just go, just go ape shit on the Calypsos. You know what I mean? True. Like, nope, that was the whole premise of, that was the whole deal with bringing, with having Roland die, is it really kicked Brick and Mordecai into gear, and they started wrecking face, and now you could do that with the other, with the other, with the other Vault Hunters. I'm just so not sure, and it would be, it would be great if they could do it, and, and maybe that's why this would be perfect if they did, if they did kill off Mordecai, but. It's so hard for me to even imagine Mordecai without or Brick without Mordecai at this point. It's it's really really tough uh, to even think about that because we've come to know them as such a great duo as far as that goes. Yeah, yeah, I'd and, agree uh, with that. And everything makes sense. Uh, I think I think Maya would be a good candidate, honestly. Mm. Because we already see that she's either trying to or training someone else to take over for her in the trailers. Um, I also think I also think that one of the other vault hunters that we haven't seen from Borderlands Two is gonna is gonna die. I don't think it's gonna be Zero. I think Zero. I almost want to. I almost want to believe that Zero is going to be a constant throughout the entire Borderlands series as long as it continues. As weird as that sounds, because he's just a mystery, and we're slowly going to unravel just a little bit more about him every time. Not only that, but Zero, like at this point, he's sort of like a mythical, supernatural, you know, almost godlike figure. You know, with what, with what his role was in uh, Tales and everything, just seems. Mm-hmm. Too, like not a not a not like a Superman style superhero, but like more of like a Batman style, like you know vigilante right. kind of thing. Exactly. But just too good to die. You know what I mean? Right. So. Yep. So uh, I, yeah. yeah. I I it wouldn't surprise me if one of the other Vault Hunters from Borderlands Two did. So either Salvador, Gage, Axton, or Krieg. And I think the reason I say that is because we haven't seen any of them. And I know that sounds weird. But how cool would it be for them to keep it a secret the entire time that one of them, one of the other ones is in the game and then have it be a crushing defeat when they die? Yeah. Yeah. I think we've talked about that before. Like the possibility of Krieg, of you not seeing Krieg the whole time and then he jumps in to save the day and like sacrifices himself and dies. Mm-hmm. You know, that would be yep. just that'd be bringing it full circle. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we got to kind of move this along because I feel like this is we're, like we're only four questions in and we're and we're going on, you know. But, uh, yeah, we'll make so, it. uh, will Handsome Jack be in the game? Will Handsome Jack be in Borderlands 3 at all? Handsome Jack will be in a one or a line of side quests, and that's all we're going to see of him. That's it. It will be, it'll be stuff from the past about learning his history or something along those lines. That'll be it. I'm, I'm saying that hard now. That's all we're going to see. Yeah, I agree with that. I feel like the, the, at the end, with the ending of Tales and everything, like that's, we're done. We're all done with Handsome Jack. I would be disappointed if they brought him back in right. a, in any capacity other than flashbacks or you know, or even I don't know. Like if if the Calypsos are former Hyperion employees or some some shit like that, something along those lines, even that would be acceptable. But that he can't be he can't be active. 
Yeah, there you go. He can't be active. He could have set stuff up before because he's that smart and that devious, but but nothing yeah. that he's actively currently doing now. Correct. Yep. All right, going along with that, uh, what mechanic do you think uh, you will like the most between sliding and mantling, interactive environments? You personally, what do you think? Yeah, pretty much any any of the new stuff that we've seen in the game. I really am looking forward to... Uh, I'm I'm the most excited about the interactive environment. Uh, it's going to be... I mean, just what we saw in, in the gameplay footage and everything of, like, shooting the pipe, and then it falls, and then it dumps all this shit out, and then you light it mm-hmm. on fire. It's just... To me, that has me super excited. I'm going to be... Like, obviously, you're going to be focused on your, on your enemies quite a bit, but I really want to... I'm going to be looking around so much, like, can I do something with that thing? Can I shoot that ladder and have it fall on that dude? Whatever. Right. Any any kind of things like that. But second to that, I would say that I'm really excited about sliding because I really want to, for example, be playing a Zane and getting all those movement speed bonuses and everything and then slide behind cover and like bah, 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 <laughs> and then slide behind cover. I'm really looking forward to that. <laughs> Give me that infinite slide Zane build. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be sick. Like uh, it'd be like wall bouncing from Gears of War. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I uh yeah, I like that though. I think you know, real quick and dirty for me. I'm excited for the environment as well, specifically the barrels. Like I like that the barrels aren't just statically in one place anymore. And it's like, so instead I can just do these cool combos where it's like, all right, I'm going to go kick this lightning barrel and then I'm going to shoot it once with, with my gun. So it takes out everyone's shield and then I'm going to throw a grenade at him. <laughs> Stuff like right, that. Right. Right. So, exactly. Yeah. Or something along the lines of like, you know, using the lightning barrel and then to strip the shields and then, you know, use the radiation as a debuff and then wipe them all out with fire and just exactly sick elemental combos and shit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, oh, yeah, my question. Oh, f- who is your first solo playthrough character going to be? We know that your first main character, like when you and Beth and I are playing on the night of the release, is going to be... Zane, right? Correct. Your first so, solo playthrough, though, who's it going to be? I've been bouncing back and forth, and I think, I think my first solo playthrough is actually going to be, is actually going to be Amara. Surprisingly, really? Yes. Okay, that surprises was, me a little bit. It's debatable between that and Mose. I just wasn't sure, but I'm actually really excited about the prospect. Cause I am really hoping that by this point that they've learned and I want to play a melee character that you can just start specking into melee right away. And it's good immediately right out of the gate. Cause even, even with some of the other melee characters that we've had that have been meant for melee brick was hard to do straight melee in first playthrough. Krieg was hard to do straight melee in, in first playthrough, even uh, even Mordecai and Zero that could have some really good ones, they were still hard to do in first playthrough. I'm hoping that it's fixed at this point. Not fixed. It's not. A, it's not a problem. I get it. But I'm hoping that's something that we can do uh, going in. I I I want to go in and not to the point to where I don't want to be using gear and stuff like that on Amara the first time a player. But the idea I think would be fun. Sure, she doesn't need to be OP, but a melee. There needs to be a viable, balanced melee build from the get go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can, I can understand that. That makes sense. 
Um, my first solo playthrough is gonna be Moe's, because I like tanky-style builds. Um, <laughs> you like tanky-style builds? I would've never guessed that. I know, right? It's, it's gonna be, I mean, to me, that's what, uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. I think I'll probably go with the, with the build that we put together in the last episode, where it's just all shield regen and everything, and then when you're shield, and, and hopping in Iron Bear constantly, and just destroying people with Iron Bear and and living to get back in Iron Bear again. So Perfect. that's that's probably the build that I'm going to go with first. Awesome. All right. Fair enough. Uh, we're curious to know, though. Uh, let us know who your first solo playthrough character is going to be, or if you're excited to play with other people, who your first uh, multiplayer game is going to be with. Maybe you've yeah. got a different answer or the same answer for both. Just let us know. So uh, brings us to maybe uh, kind of going back a little bit. You talked about radiation a little bit as far as the environment. How good do you think radiation is going to be? Man, I'm hoping that it's good, but not too good. <laughs> like, slag early on in Borderlands 2, way too powerful, way too... Like, it's, it's, un, it's unnecessary in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then it's, it's what you have to have in order to survive late game. So I really hope that radiation is more balanced than that. Maybe it'll just be like a regular element, you know, and it's just useful depending on, you know, what kind of build you're doing and what and what, what level you're at and everything. Yeah, exactly. So, like, you know, it can... I mean, if you're fighting a mix of enemies, you know, radiation might be handy against animals and humans and robots, but whereas fire is pretty much only good against, you know, animals and humans and and corrosive is really... In Borderlands 2, at least, is only really good against robots. Etc. So sure. I'm hoping that radiation is maybe maybe radiation kind of hits the middle ground, right? So like mm-hmm. again, if fire is really great against you know fleshy enemies and corrosive is really great against robots, maybe radiation is equally good at all of them. Like less good than the other things would be, but just kind of middle of the road. You know what I mean? So what you're thinking is it's going to be a slower more damage over time version of explosive where explosive mm-hmm. happens immediately and it's good. It's neutrally good against all things. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah. There you go. That that's then, a really good way of putting it. Yes. Okay. So what about you, I, I think I hadn't really thought about it, but I think that makes a ton of sense. And I think the thing that has me excited about that, if it works the way that you're describing it is that it will be I'm trying to think of it the right way. It'll be something that, It'll guarantee that nothing is resistant to everything, mm. and I think that will be nice. And I hope, and I hope that's the way it is. I there, there's always something that they always make that is resistant to everything because that's just how they do it. But for the most part, I'm hoping that nothing is resistant to. I'm hoping that nothing is resistant to radiation. Yeah, yeah, that'd be ideal. Because I mean, it really. I, I just don't see it working out super well. I mean, if it was going to be useful, or if it was going to be not useful against anything, I would think it would be robots. Yeah. But, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I don't remember whose turn it is. I think it's yours. I think it's, I think it's mine, yeah. Uh, what legendary do you most hope is in Borderlands 3? I feel like I may have asked you this before, but here we are again. Okay. And I think you may have as well. And my answer may change now because I don't remember the answer to the question. So continuity error or whatever 
Now my opinions changed. We'll just go with that. Whatever my last <laughs> answer was, my opinions changed. If it's the same, it changed once and then it changed back. How about that? Anyway, yeah, there you go. I I don't want things that are that were required for builds before. So I don't. As much as it was loved, I don't want the Uncommed Herald. I don't want the Sham. I don't want the B. I don't want the Conference Call. I don't. I don't want the grog nozzle, obviously. <laughs> sure. Um, but what I do want, I think, is I would like to see I would like to see the Lyuda make a return. Mm-hmm. Uh, I and I know that it's what one do you want most. I think that one would be a lot of fun. I would really like the Lyuda to come back. Honestly, I would like either the. Um, Either either the rapier or the uh, or the sucker punch. I w- I want something that's going to be another really good viable melee build weapon in mm, there. Okay. I want that. I want that to be fun. So I w- so I want something like that. Um, yeah, I think I think those would be. I think those would probably be my two big ones. And oh, also definitely the hellfire though. Oh yeah, De- yeah. Gotta have the hellfire in there gotta have the hellfire i think also the hornet too honestly i think i want to have the hornet in there yeah yeah that's that's i'm good with that those are good answers um (laughs) you're gonna uh laugh at mine it's the baby maker what why (laughs) (laughs) give several reasons why (laughs) because now it'll have legs oh my god (laughs) (laughs) That's a great that's answer. <laughs> that's that's all I need. Uh, it's going to have legs and it's going to know how to use them. <laughs> that's right. You that's, got it. I'm sure I'm sure they would put something really witty in there for the for the flavor text on that one if they brought the baby maker back. Some like again something about you know, you got to shoot before you can run or something like that. I don't <laughs> right, know. Something along those lines. <laughs> Um, uh, I hope that somebody from I hope somebody from Gearbox right now is watching this and going, "Oh shit, that was that's so much better than what we wrote. <laughs> We've already sent it off. Shit, that's gotta go in the day one update." <laughs> uh, yeah, that's. I mean, I think that it's, I think it's hilarious that you're like thinking like in terms of builds and like like we gotta have this to make this thing, and I'm like, dude, baby maker with legs. How sick would that be? <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, all right. all right. Uh, you're up next. Okay. So which, um, so for the record also, by the way, for, uh, anyone listening, uh, Drew came up with all the last questions. Uh, all these ones going forward are my questions. So if they're way worse, let me know. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, so which character will have the most broken build first? Like who's, who's going to be the one character where people are like, Oh dude, you get this gun with this shield on this character with this skill and it's done. I think I think it's going to be Zane. I really do. I think it's yeah. going to be that I mean that Zane Infinity grenade build that we came up with in the last episode that you came up with in the last episode. It's it's so good and it's going to be ridiculous and there seems to be I don't know, I just see the potential for multiple ways to break him. So I I I'm going to definitely say Zane. Especially because he has multiple ways, like he can have um, multiple skill trees or skill um, 
action skills active at the same time and everything. Right, right, exactly. That's... So the, the combination of that and the ability to swap places with his Digiclone and the movement speed bonuses and everything, to me, I just see, I definitely see Zane as being as being the top, the the most likely to be broken first. You? I think it's going to be, I, I surprisingly, I think we're, we're kind of complimenting each other here a little bit. I think it's going to be Flack, honestly. Really? That's yes. funny. Uh, I think that someone's going to find a way to use his critical hit damage in a ridiculous way. I think someone's going to find a gun that has almost perfect or nearly perfect accuracy that mm. they're somehow going to be able to, it doesn't matter what the gun is. It doesn't matter if it's a sniper rifle or a shotgun or, or a pistol or whatever, but they're going to find a way to have something that has near perfect accuracy and have it and have it uh, be hit multiple times in a row mm. just repeatedly almost um almost similar to the zero infinity build yeah uh, where you'd have where you'd have um just stat critical hits and the first shot fired from your magazine does a lot more does increase damage but it was the infinity so that was every shot so I, <laughs> yeah i think it's gonna be something similar to that Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that too. I gotta say, Flack was my Flack was my second choice. So, mm-hmm. yeah. what was your second choice? Was it Zane? No, my second choice was actually my second choice was actually Moe's. Hmm. Okay. Um, I think Moe's because I think someone's going to. I think someone's going to find a way to uh, break the fire damage with, mm. yeah. with her because she that's has, because she has that. I think someone's going to do something similar to what we ha- to what we came up with as far as the splash damage and the fire. Mm-hmm. And I think someone's going to find a way to really break that a lot. Like someone's going to find something like the Tunguska or something like that that just had a stupid huge area of effect that's going to do that and then everything inside there is just burning with like three times the damage or something. Yeah. That'd be sick. I'd be cool yeah. with that too. Uh which gun manufacturer do you see yourself gravitating towards? Uh, I, if there's two manufacturers that I've loved, uh, from the past series, it would probably be, it'd probably be Vladoff or Torg. Hmm. One of the two. Um, Vladoff has just consistently made some of my, uh, some of my my favorite guns, like like the Lyuda, I love the mm-hmm. Lyuda, and it's super fun. So I think it's going to be something along along those lines, and yeah, I just I I just I think it'll be fun, and I also love explosions, and I'm and I know that there's going to be some ridiculously overpowered explosion weapons in the game, and there's going to be some fun builds that I'm sure will come out with doing the sticky projectiles that all explode at once. And mm-hmm. I, so I'm going to, so that's what I find myself gravitating towards. Yeah, that's understandable. I think mine are probably Jacobs and Malawan. If I had to pick two Jacobs, I've just loved ever since, ever since playing borderlands one. And I feel like they're significantly less powerful in borderlands two. I kind of hope that they, it's that they returned to form in Borderlands 1 and are just stupid overpowered. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't need to shoot a ton. I don't need 
super fast reload speed. I just want to be able to hit something really hard from way over there, you know? Way over there. That's that's all I'm really looking for in a Jacobs. And we we know for a fact now that mashers are going to be back in Borderlands. So how did you not put that in the news? I know. I'm sorry. Uh, So we know for a fact that mashers are going to be back true to form like they were before. Um, where they're basically handheld shotguns, so super excited about that. The the idea of Jacob's versions of those is awesome. And mm-hmm. secondly, also the secondly, if they have if they, um, I, I I'm really big on Malawan just because elemental damage is fun. It's just so much fun, and it's really kind of goes with the absurdity of Borderlands. I really love being able to do any kind of elemental damage to any... Like, there's an element for everything. There's an element that you can use to take care of anything. And Malawan, to me, is... It's it's very obviously the manufacturer that you go to for that kind of shit. Yeah, absolutely. Could not agree. Like, like I I, I, I love having, like, a ton of the upgraded uh, capacities for SMGs and running a siren and having a different element in every... A every different slot. elemental SMG in every single weapon slot. That's just yep. super fun. Totally. Like, oh, fire thing, top button, you know. Oh, shock thing, bottom. You know, you just, whatever Keep you need. It's all there. thing, left, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's just how it's, that's, to me, how it's done. So. Perfect. I love it. So, um, I'm not sure uh, if we have enough to really get into this, but which, uh, which uh, mode intrigues you more? Uh, do you think uh, classic mode or instanced mode? As far as wow, the game. just gonna skip over the last question, huh? All right. Well, I see how that's, it is. that's what that's what you went to on the thing. Well, yeah, because that's that's my marker for how, where I'm. The next question I gotta ask. Well, we are just just disorganized as shit, aren't we? So, <laughs> <laughs> leaving that in anyway. All right, no, it's fine. fine. Well, it's fine. I'll answer that question. Uh, it to me, which mode intrigues you more, classic or instanced? It depends on who I'm playing with. If I'm playing with my friends, if I'm playing with you and with Beth or with, you know, some of our some of our other friends that play Borderlands, I'm I'm cool with going with classic. I don't have an issue with that because we can usually work it out. We usually have diverse enough builds and everything to where, hey, it's an elemental SMG, should probably give it to Beth. Hey, it's a sniper rifle, should probably give it to Drew. You know what I mean? It just we have a nice way of working things out. If I'm yeah. playing with randoms, though, I'm totally going with instance <laughs> because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take any chances on that. Why would I? I'd be stupid to to go with classic in that situation. Sure, absolutely. No, that makes perfect sense, and I think that, I think that's fair. Um, I mean, there's there's there there's a reason why they put it in, and it's not just to keep up with the Joneses as far as other people that have put instanced modes into their game or how no, it's because or- randoms could be dicks. That's why, that's why they put it in there. <laughs> that is absolutely true. That is absolutely true. So, uh, yeah, I think, I think I'm the same way, although I am excited to see how instanced mode works. And one of the other things I'm excited about, honestly, is I think it'll just be nice that you and I, if we want to do something together and, and we play a lot, obviously it's never too big of an issue. We can usually make this work. But I think it'll just be nice to have something where we can. I think instance mode will be nice um, because if you're if I'm level 30 and you're level 50, we can still play together and still have enjoyment out of instance mode. And it'll still seem 
uh, they'll still seem the same, even if we're, we've got different damage numbers and everything like that. So. Well, and not only that, but also, like, let's say that you and I are playing together and we get to a certain boss that has a huge loot pool. We can swap to instanced mode and then essentially double the loot pool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, then we've got twice as, twice the chance of finding something sick. Right. You know, because maybe if in your loot pool they drop, you know, a sniper rifle legendary and in mine they drop, you know, a sick pistol or something, then we can, you know, pick them up, swap, whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's that's another way that you can run instanced mode, in my opinion. So, All right. Yeah. I think that'll be fun, and I think... I, I mean, it will get it will get exploited somewhat because that's just the way that stuff works. But I'm not too concerned about it. Even if it gets exploited a little bit, I think most people will be using it. At the end of the day, as long as people are having fun with it, it's all right. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, okay, moving on. Uh, which planet do you see yourself enjoying the most? Hmm. It's hard because they all they all look really cool. I think just because of the nature of it, I'm excited to explore Eden six a little mm-hmm. bit more. Mm-hmm. And I think it is just because of the nature that that's where Jacobs started. And I want to see the kind of, I want to see the kind of environments that bred the Jacobs weapons into existence. And I think that'll be really fun. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. I, as boring as it is to have the same answer, my answer is the same. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, it's to me, there's such a, I don't know if there's, if it's the mystery or if it's the, uh, I mean, everything else is, everything else is super foreign in borderlands. Um, and there's something about Jacobs that like brings, brings it back to reality almost like, Hey, this is an old ass weapons manufacturer that believes in making guns the old school way. And they're made Right here in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. You know, I mean, that's yeah. the kind of feel that you're getting from it. And right. that, so that's, to me, that's what, uh, I, to me, Eden 6 is the most intriguing. Even though we've, we have no idea what, I mean, we, we have an idea, but like Promethea and all these other places, like, I'm sure they're going to be fun and exciting, but there's something special about Jacobs to me. Just yeah. like the just the scroll work on their on on their logo and the and mm-hmm. the it's just cool and classy and it's wood and gold inlays and steel and that's how guns are made and and that's just super cool to me. Absolutely. Like if I okay, so if somebody gave if somebody gave me as as a as a real person, right? If they gave me they're like we'll buy you any single weapon that you could ever want. I'm not going to get some, you know, bullshit teched out, blacked out thing with a laser dot and a flashlight and it's all, you know, tactical. That's not my style. I'm I'm gonna get a sick rifle with awesome detail work carved into the wood and blue sure. out steel and that's just me. So Perfect. That's and that's a great answer. And that was a long winded answer, but But Eden Six though. <laughs> but Eden Six. I'm really hyped. <laughs> really, really hyped. Okay. Fair enough. Uh so going into uh, going into this, uh, there are several characters that we there are several characters that we haven't seen in trailers yet. Who do you think will be returning? I 
I think Zed will be back. No, we saw Zed, didn't we? Did we? When? Uh, time. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I mean, if if so, then I've then he hasn't gotten much screen time. Um, I don't know who who haven't we seen yet? We haven't seen. Oh, we haven't seen the, some of the older Vault Hunters. Like we haven't seen Salvador or Axton or Gage or Krieg. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen them. Um, we have not seen. I mean, we haven't seen. Yeah, there's. I mean, yeah, there's just a couple people that we haven't seen. We have. I guess we've seen Vaughn at this point now too. We knew, and we knew that he was going to be coming back. So, so yeah. I mean, I guess let's just narrow it down to that. Uh, do you do you think how many of those of the older Vault Hunters do you think we're going to see? Do you think we're going to see any of them, all of them? I could see Salvador doing like a surprise appearance, and he's you know gun zerking and gets you out of a sticky situation. I could see that kind of thing happening. I could see the same thing with, um, I could see the same thing with Axon. You know, you're in some kind of, you know, in between a rock and a hard place and this turret shows up out of nowhere and just mows everything down. Mm-hmm. I have a harder time seeing Krieg or Gage come back. Because they weren't part of the base game for starters? Yeah, and it's just trickier, they're just trickier as characters. I mean, how... How you've already got Tiny Tina apparently playing a quite larger role in the storyline of Borderlands Three. How how dissimilar are Tiny Tina and Gage really? If you didn't know going in, you could have probably easily thought that they were sisters or something like that. Honestly, yeah, yeah, exactly. So to me. You know, yeah, Gage is doing work somewhere else, doing something else, blah, blah, blah. You know, and Krieg is unreliable at best. So that makes him tricky to work in there, too. So I would say out of the out of the four that we haven't seen in the last or four, the four vault hunters from the last game that we haven't seen yet, I would say that you have a better chance of seeing Axton and Salvador just because they're more traditional and easy to work into the story. That's fair. I'll give you that. Okay. You? I honestly about the same. I think it would, I think it would also make sense to maybe have, I think we could also see gauge, um, building a legion of death traps, maybe for one of the other characters or something along those lines. Mm. Maybe she, maybe she's working with Reese because Reese is fighting against Molly one who likes to use robots. So maybe, so maybe Reese and gauge are working together to, to build a robot army as well. Mm hmm. That that would be that would be about that would be about it, I guess, uh, as far right. as that goes. But again, it's hard to know without having seen any of them. And and at this point, at this point, it's really really tough. You have to start limiting who you're going to see because we have the regular characters that always show up. We've got Zed and Moxie and Tannis and all and these Marcus people. Marcus and Brick and Lilith and yeah. They they've got to start cutting it out. Otherwise, otherwise, do you know how many people they're going to have to try and fit into the story in Borderlands Four? Oh man! <laughs> Be like, all right, we gotta shoehorn two dozen people into this friggin' game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yep. So, all right. Uh, right along. Okay, how well will things be balanced? Uh, will will damage over time matter? And how well are things gonna be balanced around a single character? 
I don't think things are going to be balanced around a single character. I think they've learned that lesson now so hard with Borderlands 2. (laughs) I think they've learned it so hard with that. And keeping in mind, people say, well, pre-sequel and... Yeah, I understand that. That still wasn't made by Gearbox. Gearbox has learned their lesson. Gearbox mm-hmm. has definitely learned their lesson with it. And I would hope that they've learned their lesson as far as uh, dots go, too. Damage over time effects. I, they nearly didn't matter in final playthrough of Borderlands 2. At, at best, sometimes, what you could do was just getting people to stop from gaining life back at the same rate that you were taking it from them. That was about, that was about what dots could do. So... I would like to believe that they've done a much better job with balancing at this point. And I want to believe that things are going to be much more balanced with this and going forward. And especially, especially just with the timing of it, it's easier now than ever to make quick, uh, quick hot fixes and roll patches through to update things that they need to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, I hope that they're I hope things are balanced but not too balanced because that's what makes late game more interesting and more entertaining and more difficult. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got to say about that. That's fair. So with that we move on to our last question of the day of the podcast or at least the last one we have written up here. What character can you see having a viable build that would generally seem unsuited to them? I.e. Sniper Maya, Melee Mordecai, something along those lines. So what if there was a, like you do a Moe's fire build, right? With Mm -hmm. like a fire sniper rifle thing. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> Can you elaborate? No, no, not really. God, That's you because, suck. <laughs> listen, we with zero point zero hours of gameplay, okay? Hashtag zero point zero hours. <laughs> right. This is it's it's difficult to to figure that stuff out without seeing class mods, without seeing relics, any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody could have predicted, you know, Sniper Maya when, when all you got was, was skill trees, you know, to look at. Yeah, without knowing the weapons and everything. Right, there's so many, there's so many things we don't know, but I'm just, I feel like, I feel like Moe's is gonna have, like, a weird one. I could just totally see it. <laughs> you just feel it in your bones. <laughs> yeah, I just, I got a gut feeling Moe's is gonna have some really odd build not like a broken build like we were talking about earlier but just one that's like it kind of works and i don't know why well i do know why because i've because i've done the numbers you know and i've got it'd be like listen if you do this specific thing it could maybe work and and you know meanwhile gearbox is like that character wasn't designed to do that at all so (laughs) (laughs) i I think someone's going to find a way to, to really make a cool build for someone. And I don't even know who it is, but at this point, any of them would surprise me, honestly. Like, if someone was able to do this, it would surprise me. Someone's going to find a way to do a crazy radiation build with someone. I already did it. 
already did the flak radiation monkey build. Yeah, but I mean, no one's expected that. <laughs> <laughs> no one expected me to come up with a decent build? Wow. No, no one expected like a straight radiation build. That's all I'm saying. And mm. and I and I agree and I know that you've done it already and I and I appreciate you first of all. <laughs> Secondly, I I think it'll be it's hard because it's one of those things that we don't know how it how it works yet. I yeah. feel like e- I feel like even uh Cryo from pre-sequel people were starting to figure that out already. It's like, Hey, we got cryo guns in here. It's like, Ooh, I bet you have used this character and you could do this and that and the other thing with it. And it's like, yeah, for the most part it worked. I don't think anyone really knows what to do with, uh, with radiation yet, but we're going to find out and it'll be fun. Yeah, that's true. When I, when I did that flak radiation monkey build, I just, I totally banked on like radiation being pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if radiation doesn't work the way I think it does, that's good. That build's gone to shit. So, <laughs> so at Drew, tell him if he's wrong on this. <laughs> <laughs> All y'all who are listen listening to slash washing watching this in the future, uh, washing this, <laughs> <laughs> you're watching this show. Uh, <laughs> let me know how wrong I was. I'd appreciate it so much. So much again. Hashtag zero point zero hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. Yeah, but that's gonna that's gonna wrap up uh, our main topic of the day. Tune in two weeks from now when we ask all the same questions all over again. And answer our own questions. See how right we were, or wrong we were, or whatever. Yeah, I'm hoping that... I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping that we're right on at least some of these. Which question do you hope that we're most right about? I hope that we are most right about... I can't pick one. I'm going to have to pick two. Okay. I hope we're most right about Handsome Jack yeah. and him being like, it's like, all right, here's one Handsome Jack quest. There you go. Yo. And then some, and then some guy like in some guy that we've never even heard of just like freaks out. He's just like, ah, lore. Like, you know, just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, and to that one guy, first of all, I respect you and I get it. And I'm right there with you. However, it's, I don't, I don't want any more Handsome Jack. I'm done with it at this point. <laughs> Yep, yep. Kind of over uh, him as a character. Right. Uh, I also... Hmm. For my own sake, I hope I'm right about... I'm taking a look at the other questions here. I hope I'm also... I hope I'm also right about the legendaries that are going to be coming back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fair. You had a look. Why? What were you thinking? Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm thinking that, uh, I, I really hope that, um, I really, I think I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be right about, um, about what manufacturer guns I'm going to be running because if Malawan and, and Jacob suck, I'm going to be pissed. That's a really good point. I didn't even think I've, of that. I've, <laughs> I've just never like if, cause if they're, if they suck, I'm really going to be disappointed, but I just don't see it happening. Um, and I also really hope that that the story is as good as we hope it is. Like, I hope it's at least a, f- a four out of seven. Um, four out of seven. You didn't like saying that, that, did you? You you hated giving it that kind of a rating. Just doesn't yeah. feel good, does it? <laughs> it just, to me, like I said, we're storyline is not the main concern, but if we can get all the amazing gunplay and crazy over-the-top antics and everything, and if we got an amazing story out of it, 
that would be that would be sweet. All right, fair enough. Well, uh, tell us what you think is you know some of your predictions for the game and what you're going to have in it, and let us know. Like I said, hit us up at the Gmail, hit us up on Twitter, let us know. So that being said, uh, Drew, uh, what uh, what time is it? Oh man! Oh shit! Oh. <laughs> Oh, man, you oh. know what time it is. It's time for going, going, gone. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, all right, so, uh, Drew, you usually write up going, going, gone. What do, we, uh, what do we have for us today? So, today we have the elephant's gun from Borderlands 2. <sighs> Not to be confused with Whitting's Elephant Gun from Borderlands 1, the Elephant Gun from the Hammerlock DLC in Borderlands 2 is unsurprisingly similar. Uh, the Elephant Gun is wow. a Jake... <laughs> wow, so interesting. Uh, the Elephant Gun is a Jacobs-manufactured shotgun that fires massive slug-style projectiles. Wait. No. No, that's not right. Apparently, supposedly... Uh, the elephant gun is a sniper rifle that has no scope and incredibly inaccurate iron sights, but it functions basically as a shotgun that fires slugs. Tell me I'm wrong. Look at me in my eyes right now. Look at me in my eye holes and tell me I'm wrong, Jeff. Can't do it. <laughs> yeah, can't do it. It's basically a, a slug firing shotgun. Uh, anyways, it, uh... So it has uh, no scope ever. Has incredibly inaccurate iron sights. Uh, in addition to that, it has reduced reload speed, fire rate, and magazine size. So, and uh, so that's that's nice. Uh, <laughs> and since it's a Jacobs, there's no chance of any elemental effect ever. Uh huh. <laughs> Just <laughs> it's it's so bad. Like it's it's really <laughs> really really terrible. I appreciate them them putting it in the game and everything, but they could have not, and I would have been fine with that. Yeah, um, that's understandable. I mean, it does it does, however, do incredibly large amounts of damage, provided you can actually hit whatever you're aiming at. Uh, long range sucks because there's no because there's terrible aiming. Short range sucks because of fire rate and reload speed and magazine size. So it's passable at medium range. And even at that, it's not great. Uh, some of the some of the downsides, to be fair, can be offset by skills that a couple of Vault Hunters possess, such as Zero's Legendary Hunter and that one with the gun, and uh, Axton's skills Ready, uh, Metal Storm, and Pressure. <sighs> Overall, though... I mean, with all the with all the amazing things that I was saying about Jacobs earlier and how much I love them and I'm and I'm gonna be playing Jacobs guns and I want to go to Eden Six, I would really really pass on on the elephant gun in Borderlands Two. I just would. It's it's pretty bad all around, and the only thing that makes it good is not enough to make up for its shortcomings, in my opinion. Um, yeah. If none of this is enough to deter you and you think that you can make it work, or you just want the elephant gun for shits and giggles uh, has a chance to be dropped by Arizona, the drifter boss located in Hunter's Grotto. Sorry to disappoint you. 
Speaking of sorry to disappoint you, like we said, you can see our faces uh, talk about all this stuff if you watch this on YouTube, which we're doing now. Sorry about what we look like. This is yeah. just what it is. Yeah. Uh, let me say that I sympathize, sympathize with you as someone who works on the phone all day for a living. Uh, numerous times have I been disappointed by seeing, listening to someone's voice and then finding a picture of them and what they actually look like. It's happened <laughs> consistently. Yeah. I mean, or, or maybe, or maybe I do, maybe I do look exactly like you think I do. And I'm not sure what that says about you or me. So, but there we are. <laughs> yeah. Well, on that note, <laughs> guys, guys, next time we talk to you, all of us will have played borderlands three. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, we're not going to like, by the time, when we record, by the time the episode comes out, it'll have been almost a week. So there's going to be spoilers. I'm telling you now, there's going to be spoilers in the next episode. It's, it's going to happen. happen. Sorry. We will, we, will, we will also announce it before that episode. I'll make, I'll, I'll make a note to myself. There will be things we're going to talk about. I understand not everyone's going to get the chance. That's okay. We'll let you know. We'll tell you where to skip to in the show notes or whatever. We'll figure it out. Or I'll add in a little audio in there somewhere to let you know. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, we will talk to you again in two weeks after we've played Borderlands 3. I can't believe those words just came out of my mouth. I'm so friggin' hyped. Uh, Absolutely. Dude, it's ridiculous. Um, yeah. Like you, I've been waiting for this for so long. It's not even funny. <laughs> I'm just, I'm Jonesing now. I'm dying to play Borderlands 3. Uh, anyways. Don't, don't go play any Borderlands. Don't do it. I, I, I know. I'm, I've like talked. I'm. I was just thinking that I was like, maybe I should. I could just play a little Borderlands one. That's all. I just, just run. quick, quick in and out. Little Borderlands two. Bor, little Borderlands action. <laughs> quick uh, in and out. Twenty minutes. Twenty minute right, Borderlands. Right. <laughs> so it's all. You're you're gonna like your wife is gonna come home in like eight hours. She's gonna find you like sprawled out on the couch. You're gonna be like, I relapsed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's gonna be bad. All right, that's enough. Uh, that's enough hype and uh, fanboying. Uh, we'll see you again in two weeks. Good luck and good drops. Bye.